Hi, I'm Spicy Dicey. And I'm Chantal Renee. And, and we, we love, love sex and horror. These are topics we love to write about as published authors. I love all things spicy and dicey. And I'm a big fan of sex and the sinister. Thanks for joining us for some dark, twisted, sexy, uncensored fun as we discuss sex, sex and, and horror. From crystals to tarot cards to wands to broomsticks to blessed candles to ornate swords and tents and sticks. The magic cauldron brings life to all your otherworldly tricks. Look them up, don't be shy, that's the magic cauldron, Houston's favorite magic shop. Happy Tuesday, Chantel. Happy Tuesday. How was your Easter? Well, you know, Jesus Zombie Day was Jesus Zombie Day. I posted some stuff in our, our Facebook group that probably raised some eyebrows for anyone that was, was celebrating it for the resurrection. They were probably offended, but, you know, oh, well. Well, you know, everybody should have a little bit of a humor <laughs> these days. I mean, there's just hardly anything sacred anymore. <laughs> I didn't share the one publicly that I that I shared with my husband, though. That was funny. I'll tell you. It was a picture of, well, the colonized version of Jesus, that is. And he was looking like, you know, like, what the fuck? Um, And the caption is, when you were crucified over 2,000 years ago and people still celebrate (laughs) your crucifixion. (laughs) I know I'm messing it up. Um, But... And I'm probably pissing some people off again. Well, whatever. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think too many people were going to be listening to this that uh, would be offended. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Okay, here. What it is is when you were tortured and publicly executed, and once a year everyone celebrates and takes the day off. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I mean, cause you think about it. I mean, you know. I mean. You know, but I mean, come on. There's so many things that people celebrate that, you know, have to do with with people's murders, to be honest. Oh, right. True. (laughs) Very true. Very true. But anyway. (laughs) Like our holiday, Halloween. Well, Halloween, you know, Halloween is actually... Oh, don't... I, I know what it's supposed to be. I got that. I'm just saying about you know I, i'm i'm speaking of the freddy kruegers and the jasons and the mike myers oh. okay i'm not talking about the literal what it's supposed to represent i get it i know it's i and all that oh yeah no no i know what you mean okay. yeah all right so again this is our third week in a row i know we're both kind of tired um i got back in about an hour and a half ago or so and so but still determined to press forward. Sounds good to me. Oh, I'm not tired. Um, yeah, so you know, I've been on this kick of trying to reduce the candida in my system. So I've been doing um, um, apple cider vinegar in the mornings. Mm-hmm. Well, this morning, this morning, I might have swigged down a little too much. And it just caused all kinds of issues in my, my body all day. <laughs> oh, wow. Were you lightheaded? No, I thought I was going to throw up, and then that didn't happen, and then it decided to process through my system. Let's just say apple apple cider vinegar can clean you out in more than one way. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. 
So I'm like, maybe I need to go get some yogurt tomorrow because I'm afraid I might have gotten rid of the good stuff too. Like, uh... oh, I see. But oh, okay. what can you do? We'll do a good. I mean, that's a good thing. A cleanse is a good thing. It is. It is. Yeah, it totally is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unexpected or not. Yeah. As long as you don't have, as long as you're not out all day where you don't have access to a bathroom, I suppose. That's then true. It gets real interesting. It depends. See what I did there? <laughs> it depends. <laughs> yeah. I got dad jokes. What can I say? Well, I was sick all week. Um, from, I'm not sure if it's allergies. It very well could be, you know, with the pollen and all that. But I had a sneezy. I've been sneezing nonstop, runny nose. Mm. Um, you know, my voice is probably well into the bass more than usual right now but i'm coming out on the other end of it. i've been taking benadryl all week and so that i can rest and um i had very low energy and everything but uh today uh, is the best i felt in a while so hopefully tomorrow i'll be back able to be my normal self my normal yeah. sexy self <laughs> <laughs> Well, I can I can honestly attest it has been one hell of a pollen season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like oof. it's a big ball of poop. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I finished Elite. Elite was the one that I was telling you about. This is my Spanish show. It's like a Spanish version of Skins. Um, yes, I didn't make that up. I saw somebody post that in a comment, and I was thinking, and I was like, you know what? That's not a bad way to describe it. It's, it is kind of the Spanish version of Skins, but the, you know, it's about them being very wealthy and rich and kind of spoiled bratty. But you know, I love my Spanish shows because they go deep into the drama. They usually kills somebody so <laughs> every season someone probably dies and they're trying to figure out who did it it was very close to the americanized 13 reasons why too in the very beginning hmm. um uh but it's very it's super sexy they have the the most beautiful people um i am missing some of the earlier uh crew like some people have graduated and moved on and they brought on some new people. And, and, and per usual, as with Skins, too, it takes me a while to get used to the new cast when I've gotten attached to some of the old people that are gone now. And I'd really love to have them back, but I'm sure I'll get used to these, too. But um, last season, season four, they brought on Manu Rios. And I, he has got to be the most beautiful man in the world. No. <laughs> He's young, okay. He's like 23, 24 now, I think. But he he was like a guest last season and for season 5, he is a, a a regular. He's a regular now. And I so I finished season 5 and per usual it is sexy, sexy, sexy. They're beautiful. There's a lot of drama. I'm not loving it as much as I did the earlier season, but I do like that he gets so much camera play like it's almost like the whole show is revolving around him now he Hmm. just came in and took it over like there there have been really beautiful casts all along but i'm just saying i just think in general and if anybody's listening to this if you know manu rios then you know what i'm talking about like he is aesthetically like the most beautiful man 
Hmm. Um, to some, he might be a little more feminine, maybe. I'm not sure. I think in real life, he might be bi. On here, he's playing a gay guy. Um, in this particular season, there's a guy who um, who kept saying he was not gay. And but you but I mean he is flirting with him hard and you know dang on well either he is denying it to himself or he I mean some or he's just lying because you know where it's going and sure enough you know they hook up and the drama spoiler alert mm-hmm. um, Manu's character plays his his name is Patrick on there but he ends up hooking up with the guy and the guy's dad <laughs> oh. Okay. Wait. At the same time? Uh, different times. Oh, okay. I, I, girl, I was hoping it was gonna be at the same time. Oh, no. I was hoping. I was like, oh, please. But no, they didn't go that scandalous. But and the guy that he hooked up with also was involved with Patrick's sister. So there was just a big old mess with that. But that's what they do. I mean, they have like these 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 threesomes and these orgies sometimes on on the show. They just get buck wild. But um, ah, just beautiful. Like I was just, I just love. He just commands the camera. He is so comfortable in his skin. You know, I remember watching him blow up before he got on Elite. He was uh like a social media influencer, I guess. He just hmm. first his pictures and and his videos just started blowing up everywhere and he was just, he already had millions of followers before he got on and that was just because of his aesthetics just because of how he looks everybody mm. just loved him he he had a great personality and it just so happens that he can act and he the camera just loves him just loves him he just he just puts on such a great performance it's just so it's it seems like it comes so naturally to him and so i ended up enjoying season 5 it's not my favorite season but because Patrick is getting all the camera time, I'm really loving that. And that's what it, I, I tuned out when it came to his sisters a lot. Like, I, I can't stand his sisters. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't stand them last season either when they first came on. But his, you know, his scenes kind of made up for it. So I don't mean that it's a great season. I'm just saying that I ended up enjoying it because of the parts that I did enjoy. Okay. And there is a a, a uh, dubbed version. Like you don't have to you don't have to listen to the Spanish version. But I've been I've been learning Spanish. Like I've I'm on like 275 days of Duolingo. That's I've been right. Going strong, yeah, with my Spanish. So I'm trying to learn it every time I can. I pick it up. But you don't have to. I mean, there's a dubbed version. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So are you, well, you're going to, you're going to do some trips and I think that's your motivation for the Spanish, right? Well, the motivation for the Spanish was just, I, it's something I had been wanting to do. And I, I got, I always watched so much foreign shows. I wanted, I, I kept saying, you know, and plus here in Houston, my neighbors, everybody, you know, like I should know Spanish, you know, it's something that I shouldn't just keep saying, hey, I don't know Spanish, can you translate in English? And it just so happens that since then, I have been able to communicate with some uh, clients that I've gotten recently, just because of learning more Spanish, I've been able to communicate a lot better with some new clients. Like, I really, yeah, we're able to understand each other um, when you have uh, court appointments. Like, I can get a translator, but I mean, I've been able to 
communicate with them, which just makes it that much easier to be able to connect. So it just worked out. Now, I ended up booking the trip because uh, that's also something I've been wanting to do. And then one day, because I even posted on my TikTok, I, I brought my globe down. I've been talking about a writer's retreat for a while. I brought my globe down and I spun it. I put And then I stuck my finger on it where my globe landed and it landed on Spain. And I was like, well, damn it, that's where I'm going to go. And then I was like, okay, well, I think it's just been working up to this moment, considering I've been learning Spanish, too. Why not? And then I watch yeah. a lot of Spanish shows. So, hey, yeah, that's where I'm going. Fantastic. That seems exciting. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> I'm, I'm really, really excited about it, looking forward to it, and trying not to let anybody sabotage my shit. Cause yeah, <laughs> there's some haters. Cause... There's some haters. <laughs> yeah, I feel you, girl. Well, that's exciting, though. I think that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I don't think I'll be. You know, it's not that I would never want to travel, but I'm the worst flyer. Like I'm uh, so bad with flying. What about uh, cruise? Like you could do a cruise, you know. It's for the same reason. The motion. It's the oh, motion. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm definitely gonna get some that motion sickness medicine. I've been yeah. learning about you know all the different things that could help it be a pleasant trip, and that's one of the things that I'm definitely gonna get. Man, so, I hope it's medicine I, for it. I'm, yeah, I, I've taken it in the past, but it just doesn't always work for me. That drama, me. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, you know, everybody's different. Everybody's body's different. So. Well, I'll tell you what. For me, it just came down to there's never going to be the perfect time. And I'm not going to get any healthier necessarily at this age. You know what I mean? Like, I'm at the age where I'm trying to maintain my health. I'm trying to make sure that my bones don't get weaker. My, um, my immune system stays up. But, I mean, like, as with each day that goes... I'm getting older and older and older and things are, are slowing down and getting harder to move the way I want and getting softer and, you know, so I look at my mom, somebody who's always wanted to travel. This is like the main thing she's been talking about for all these years and she hasn't really done it. I took her to the Bahamas with me um, in 20, in 2005. No, 2006, somewhere around 2005, 2006, I took her to the Bahamas. And that's and she was supposed to go with my brother to Ethiopia. That's where his wife is from. And then the pandemic hit. And so mm. now she's 70. And it's, it's like the window is closed for her. And mm. I, I just refuse to be in that position. I refuse to just let these days go by. Earlier on TikTok, right before I got on here, I posted about, I posted with the sound about waiting. And like, and the sound was, I, I use that sound because it's the very same thing I keep saying about waiting. Like our days are numbered. We don't know what that number is, but time is short. Life is short. Um, every day people are just dropping off like flies. And I just want to be able to say that I lived and that I did the things I wanted to do. And I just didn't keep waiting because at some point it's just going to be too late. I think a lot of people may think that way now. I mean, mostly because of what the pandemic did. I mean, that woke up a lot of people. Yeah. Well, yeah, which is good, so. you know. And anyone who's listening, please don't wait. Don't let your life go by 
Don't waste your time doing things that you're not happy with or not fulfilled with that that are bringing you down or, or bringing you pain. Being in relationships is bringing you pain and sadness and angst and live worth it. No, hell no. Be, be healthy, be strong, be happy. (coughs) Do what you love. Do what makes you happy. (coughs) One of the things that I like to, excuse me, that, No, no, it's fine. Something I've been thinking about recently is, you know, I would think after we came through the pandemic, more people would understand the the concept of community. I mean, it is not an easy thing out there for people to have community. You know about, um, you know, I was doing the Wolfpack stuff for a while. Mm -hmm. And that was about a lot of that was about community. But we were having a hard time because now with the wolf packs, you also have what you call kindred, which would be like the vampire people and the witchy people, which, you know, I'm also part of that community. Mm -hmm. And you'd be very surprised how many people don't want to have that communal feel with other people around them when it comes to these little niche groups. Um, what do you mean they want well for example uh recently here in houston we have a new place that just opened up that's a witchy store a witchy shop Uh and it's kind of a culty they call it oddities but it's not really oddities it's more like an occulty looking like gothy shop it's really cute i think i think people would enjoy it it's very kitschy and funny and um but there is a the, the lady who runs it is a witch and she does her own spell work and Unfortunately, um, some of the people in the scene that run certain uh, events, I don't want to call names because, you know, that's not how I want, that's not the point of what I'm saying, Uh but um, has actually, you know, now been like, well, if you're going to be in my event, you can't support this person's organization. And I just think that's so silly. Like, Uh come on, guys, there is more than enough to go around. You know what I mean? So I just feel like community is, is important right now. Like, especially after we just went through COVID knowing, you know, at any given moment, we could all go into lockdown if they don't, if hopefully we're, we're through all the, hopefully we're through all this particular illnesses, morphine, morphine. What's the word I'm trying to say? I sure hope so. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, the, the different versions of it, hopefully we've got, we've gotten to a point where it's, it's calm now. Um, but, you know, we never know in the future if it could be another COVID thing or something different. But you have to be at least in some sort of community and, and have some sort of trust and, and and really, like, I don't know, like, not be so flaky to people, not be so uh, suspect of people. I mean, back in the day before COVID, I know it was a lot easier <laughs> It's like so many back in the days, three years ago, uh-huh. it was, it was easy to go, well, you know what, this is mine and it's mine and nobody else can have it. I get that. But now it's kind of like, uh, nothing's really anybody's. I mean, especially like my industry was so hard hit. And even in my industry, you think after everybody went through what they went through, we would be a tighter and better community with each other, but it's not. Salons are, are even more greedier. Um, they are literally taking percentage to stylists down to 30%, paying hairdressers 30% of their income. Mm. And that is just, that's just crazy. 
That's like they may as well work at McDonald's. Why be in this career at all? Mm-hmm. Well, you know that's that's why we're having this this mass exit from the U.S. for one because of of um, people even with healthcare, like you can get healthcare for free in another country or with this the um, um, the mass. Um, What's the what's the people are stopped or quitting? That's quitting. Yes. What, yeah, what I'm going. Calling it though, I got to make a note here to cancel. I'm not it. sure what they're calling it. Um, but I mean, yeah, people are realizing. Well, if I can work from home, why do I need to be in a certain area? I can be anywhere I want to live. Right. Yeah. And their money may stretch you know, more so in other places. And then I find it funny because now I just saw on the news today, I mean, not to get political, but we have all these refu- uh, refugees trying to come into the country and a few, like when this uh, law lifts in, in, here in May uh, to come up into the country. And I'm like, people are trying to leave this country. What are y'all doing? <laughs> well, going to what you were saying about um, the the people um, being able to spend their money elsewhere yes. and it going yes. further. I've been learning about that. Like it's, it's better. A lot of people are learning that they can take their remote jobs to like a country um, where the, the U S dollar goes further. So you go somewhere with your remote job here, you make USD and then you can live like a King and queen in a, you know, in another country. Um <clears throat> I've I've just been doing a lot of research on that kind of thing cuz I'm I'm weighing my own options cuz yeah <laughs> I'm just saying why be um, left in the why be left behind on that fucking one you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> just just looking you know cuz i i just need to make some changes i need i need to make a lot of changes i've been making a lot of changes but i need to make more changes so i've been learning from the people who are making things work for them and the pandemic did start to affect a lot of our minds and in the way that we that was the first time I can tell you why because that was the first time a lot of us had a chance to just sit still not move around so hard that was the first time in my life Chantel that I was not going and going and going and going and being stressed out like there Mm -hmm. were so many times and 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 I didn't even know how to what to do in in the beginning it was like i know i'm supposed to be doing so i feel like i'm supposed to be doing something but no i actually can't i can't go anywhere right now so i can just sit up here and actually record a bunch of podcasts and talk a bunch of nonsense yeah that's what we did and (laughs) actually i've been some shows that's how i got started with the last kingdom and some other shows and just really just enjoy being in the present and enjoying my own company but not having to worry about something being due, a deadline, um, like the the whole world was going to fall apart if I didn't just grind myself to death. It was the first time that I had a chance to just sit still and just enjoy life, just living. Now, of and course, I don't mean... want to change. I don't want to go back to yeah, a lot to be of people on the meat grinder again. I do mm-hmm. not. Well, I mean. I just want to clarify, she's talking about after we realized nobody was going to really turn into a zombie. 
And we were gonna have to like figure out how to kill some motherfuckers trying to get in our house. <laughs> and I know anybody who's listening right now is probably like, man, they are rambling. They are going from they're leaping from um from from discussion to discussion, discussion, topic to topic. It's all interconnected if you listen though, if you pay attention. We're basically talking about how life has just changed. Mm-hmm. And it's been in some ways, and I'm sorry about everybody who died because we did have a lot of, of loss, you know, I mean, for those of us that should also be something to spur you to live your life. Not only were we all going through this mass change from how we've been running and doing things to actually being able to to say, what do you really want out of life? Do you still want to continue to grind like this? Or do you want to think about what makes you happy and actually go do that? Yeah. So it You're all right. kind of interconnects. I know we're rambling because we, I mean, this is a podcast. That's what we do. We talk, right? We're talking. Yeah. But I'm telling you, like, these are some of the breakthroughs that I have been having over the last couple of months when I have not been talking to you all. These are some of the things that I've been doing that I've been doing in the background that I've been Mm -hmm. working on for myself in the background so I can have a better quality of life. And you're talking, the reason I can tell you that from this experience is because I have been working since I was 16 years old. And at one point I have had four jobs at one time while I was going to undergrad full time. I know all about hard work and working myself into the ground. I am a lawyer. I am a author. I write short stories, books, scripts, essays. And on top of that, she's a mother of two. Um, I have two kids, one who is a teenager, one who's a preteen. I have a dog now. (laughs) I have a husband of 15 years uh, next month. So we've been together 17. But I'm telling you, and I have moved from North Carolina to Houston on my own. I have covered just about every situation in life. I have been traumatized in a lot of different ways. I can speak on a lot of different areas. I try to tread light because I try not to hurt feelings a lot. But I am telling you as someone who has been working, 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 that I am changing. And it's because I want a better life for myself. And I want to teach my children to have a better life for themselves. I do not when they're working themselves into the ground. I've had a chance to look at my the women in my family prior to this and I have a I come from a long line of creative women who have built up everybody else around them but themselves and they all died young my mom is still alive I hope she lives to have a long life and she has had to deal with a lot of stress on her own also and now that she is 70 she will not be able to travel the way that she wanted to travel you know what I did I sent my mom an art kit one day because I know she was an artist and she gave all that up so that she could go teach so that she could um help have this dual income in my house Mm -hmm. uh, with my dad um i want a different type of life for myself and i want a different type of life for my kids and so these are the sorts of things that i'm i'm thinking and studying And, and, and also one of the things that i think for me that came that came pretty clear especially with this pandemic that happened was i realized yeah money is going to give me things i like and i want Mm-hmm. But it's not, it's not just for my happiness. It, mm-hmm. There is so much more to your happiness and and than just, you know, being able to buy the things you want or being able to feel like, oh, I have to get, you know, I have to have all these streaming services, so I need to pay for all these things, or I want, I need a big giant house. 
then some people find happiness living on the beach. You would yes. be surprised. Right, right. And and that's because we're that's because a lot of us are brainwashed. A lot of us are in this capitalist mindset. And yes. if you think about it, you don't really want to be in this. When I really think about what all the different things that I have been working towards and what I have wanted in life and what I've been aiming for, it has not been just so I can work 20 hours a day, sleep for two hours, and um, just so that I can have a vacation um, two weeks out of a year. That, is, yeah. that, that was not the goal. That was not the dream. But that's mm-hmm. what I found myself doing. And yep. when I really think about it, um, I, uh, I love it when my mom asked me now, or someone asked me, what'd you do today? Well, I did whatever I wanted to do. That's, that's my answer now. That to mm-hmm. me is the goal. That's what makes me happy. It, where I can yeah. wake up and if I want to go into an office, I can't. If I want to stay home, I can't. If I want to chill, I can't. If I want to go to a beach, I can't. If I want, you know what I mean? The freedom mm-hmm. to be able to do what it is that your heart desires. That's what is the 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 true american dream for me yeah and i think it is for pretty much a lot of people but people don't probably don't realize it like they should yeah (sighs) but hopefully they are now i hope so i hope people are because i'm tired of burying people and and you know what and and it's not just about surviving the pandemic i mean there is so much in this world guys that we cannot control that is really truly out of our control and there's nothing we can do about it except go, oh, I'm not going to play that game with you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go over here and do this. You, you see what I mean? Yeah. And, and that's, and I feel like so many people, and I, I, I speak from experience as well as observation. So many people waste their time either Grieving something that they've lost, whether it's a relationship, a person, or even just status. And you can't get stuck in emotions. You just can't. You can't let yourself be there so deep and and, and not move forward. It's so vital to keep going. You know, I think... <laughs> when I was working out and I lost all that weight right before I had to have that surgery, of course I was deathly afraid to get on the operating table for four hours and the, the weight and size I was, I was like, Oh my God, my heart's going to stop. So I need to move my ass every day. But it was hard. It was hard. It was not easy. And even now I'm like, every morning I wake up, I'm like, I should go work out. Yeah. Go make breakfast instead. So, (laughs) (laughs) but Honestly, when you want to do something, you will. And you just got to remember, okay, I'm not trying to reach the top of the mountain in this instant. I just got to put my next foot forward. And I think that's where we all get stuck. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's hard to make these changes. You've been through a hell trying to get these changes to, to start working for you. Yeah. But it did yeah. happen. Yeah. Yeah. And I wasn't even trying to lose weight, but I've actually gotten down to like 15 pounds less now fantastic just just implementing a lot of things to to take stress off me <clears throat> just making yeah. a lot of lifestyle changes and i got a lot more to make too I'm, this is just the beginning i'm just getting started i'm 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 cutting a whole bunch of stuff but 
I'm I'm cutting out a bunch of stuff that needs to go, and I'm adding in a bunch of stuff that should have been there all along. And this trip to Spain that I mentioned is one of those things. And also the dog. When I got the dog, it was like, well, why am I still waiting for this? Just because my husband didn't want one. <laughs> plus, plus, you know me. I love animals. So I'm excited about your new doggy. <laughs> well, speaking of, uh, a friend of my mother's dog is having puppies. And it's Chiweenies. They're half Chihuahua, half wiener dogs. Oh I'm like, gosh. I'm like, I want a Chewini. <laughs> My husband's like, are you fucking kidding me? We have a zoo already. A fucking zoo in this house. <laughs> but I just keep seeing that little skinny, tiny, little tiny, skinny, long body running. <laughs> oh my goodness. That sounds like a mess. It probably is. <laughs> but just think of the name, Chewini. <laughs> oh my God, that sounds like a mess. <laughs> but anyway <laughs> oh lord oh, okay well did you watch anything if, well okay if... I'm going to tell you what I tried to watch mm-hmm. and I will say I can't remember if it was Jay Mazer or Jessica Rainey or both of them who said to me that they had a really hard time and actually ended up not getting through the whole movie I tried to watch the new Batman oh <laughs> girl i'm like what is happening it's okay you know i'm a gothy chick obviously Mm -hmm. um (laughs) this was too goth for me i I was like okay seriously batman you're gonna start playing emo music and slice your wrist if you don't (laughs) just try to smile like just a little like what the fuck is wrong with you i'm glad you mentioned batman because i forgot that i've i've saw that i went to the theater i took the kids to the theater how did you do it (laughs) did you fall asleep be honest i I didn't i did not fall asleep but i get it i do get it um i couldn't make it i'm I'm at the 46 minute mark and it's 46 (laughs) minutes in and this motherfucker is still like sandpaper on my brain it's long it is long we actually went to the theater the kids and i and it's long it's three hours did you take some uno cards no (laughs) (laughs) it's long okay my issue with it is the tone is real dark um but i mean in in picture quality too it's real dark so sometimes it's hard to see what's actually going on but my problem with this movie is my same issue that i had with uh the justice league and most of the other dc movies other than aquaman and wonder woman the first one woman because i thought those were great the first Mm -hmm. aquaman the first one woman i thought were great everything else my issue with dc is the pacing why does it mm. move so slow? Yeah. Like you well, can he... take you can take the same picture. Like if you don't do anything different, I figured it out because I'm I'm sitting up here, I'm even keeping beat like you do with a dancer. You can mm-hmm. take the same picture, right, and just speed it up to a little bit faster. Like don't even edit anything, don't cut anything out take the same movie and just speed it up make it run twice as fast and you have a movie that's paced adequately you know i think they really try to bring out the comic book that's what i think they're trying to do i mean i noticed that a lot in this particular film for the first 46 minutes that i got through (laughs) a lot of comic book shots a lot of comic book framing 
Um, like, especially, I mean, just that one part where you first watch this Catwoman in her apartment with this chick. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that is so comic book like you know it's it and i get it you know i i don't know i don't know if it's the haters on the internet that are that are dictating the the way they do shit now but it's it's sad it's sad and ridiculous i don't Mm. get it well there was one there's one part where the car flips over and it's on fire and batman walks over ever so slowly leans his head down and looks and I was like oh my god like <laughs> you, you don't even uh, there's absolutely no point for this at all now this. that I think about it I think that that the part that I signed off on was when he got the second card from the Riddler and he's just slowly taking it out. They show the Batman on it. And they're like on that frame for a whole fucking 30 seconds. Yes, yes, yes. And then he slowly opens it. And he slowly <laughs> reveals the card. And I'm like, dude. I'm telling you, if they if you run the movie at twice the speed, that would solve a lot of the issues right there. And it would, yeah, because then it wouldn't be so dark because they'd all sound like chipmunks. That'd be great. <laughs> I will say this though, my daughter, she she just kept talking about Robert Pattinson. She's been hooked oh, on Robert Pattinson ever yeah. since. But which I thought was hilarious. But and um Hey, I kinda like them gothy. He looked cute gothy. Yeah, yeah, I, I like him gothy, of course. Uh I didn't have a problem with him in Twilight either though, even though, you know Well he's a he's a pretty boy, so it's yeah. it's you know, there's a lot you can do a lot of forgiveness when it comes to pretty boys. <laughs> He's very emo, yeah, for sure in this. I'm like, dang, he is really, he is one step away from just killing himself. It's so, so dark. Yeah. Like, I I don't ever remember Batman being like, like, burn down the company, I could care less. Like, (laughs) motherfucker, you're a vigilante on what, whose budget if you don't keep your fucking millions? Who's gonna, who's gonna pay for your shit, you dumbass? So, and that was my take for 45 minutes of the show. <laughs> I thought it was okay, though. It was just okay. I mean, it, I, I, I never... I'll try I to make through it again, maybe. Yeah. Maybe I'm if not, I just fast forward it. I have yet to be able to say that I really enjoy it, but I can't say that I really hated it either. It was just okay. It was something to watch, you know, with my kids for three hours, and that was it. Like, I well, didn't love it or hate it. Speaking of children's movies, I went and caught the new... Uh, Secrets of Dumbledore. Oh, okay. And I would say it's not so much a child's movie. It was pretty, uh, pretty gory. I was like, "What is happening here?" I was shocked. Oh, um, okay. I'm, I'm a pass on that one. Well, you know, it's kind of crazy. I wasn't expecting it. I mean, you know, it's the normal Harry Potter kind of stuff, and you know, you have Dumbledore in there, and Dumbledore is actually, um the Grinwald or whatever his name is, the the bad guy, they're actually ex-lovers. We find that out in this show. Mm-hmm. And that made a lot of sense because, you know, Dumbledore and all the Harry Potter movies, though he was old, never really talked about an ex-wife or any, you know, thing like that. So it made a lot of sense that they that he was gay. I, I didn't really ever put that together before. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they, they kind of slaughter this really beautiful, innocent infant of an animal and it's kind of based around this whole 
animal thing that and you just see this animal they bring it back to life and make it a dead zombie animal and then you're just like oh my god like this is pretty dark even for the harry potter world like wow but um yeah i i enjoyed it it was a good show had like i said it did make a lot of sense we finally get some things answered from the first few if anybody is harry potter fan which i know julio probably is so go see it julio <laughs> my ex uh kids movie that i need to watch is sonic my my son is going to wait to see that that's the one i have to go to next oh my goodness i finally did see that the other day on cable i was like oh that's what everybody was talking about <laughs> well that's a new one now yeah there's a new one i was laughing i was like oh my god jim carrey <laughs> jim 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 he had a lot to say about will smith by the way i don't know if you saw that yeah, I did. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I like Jim Carrey. I like Will Smith, and that's that. yeah, yeah, so, that's that. But you know, Johnny, uh, Johnny Depp, and Amber Heard are in the news right now. Yeah, what's going on with that? I saw a little bit of it, but I haven't heard any updates lately. What's going on with that? Um, I actually, and I, I hate watching live court. Um. Most of the time when there's a, a big case that everybody's watching, I'm usually not watching it. But it just so happened that Johnny Depp is on the stand of this defamation case against Amber Heard right now. And it popped up in my feed and I clicked in and I watched it today. <laughs> and so, and I, so I, I just listened to his testimony. It was, it was it was a while of him talking he's basically explaining how him and amber met and um how he took care of her friends her and her friends he let them live in his penthouse and places for free and um he was explaining about his childhood trauma and his relationship with his parents and when his dad left and um so where they are is uh okay so you know he was with his former um girlfriend i don't think he ever married Vanessa but they were together for like 14 years had two kids and then he and Amber met on the set and he and Amber ended up getting married and then they had a tumultuous relationship that did not last very long Amber they but they got divorced okay and then like two years later I think Amber said that during her relationship Johnny had abused her and he did. He was not with the shits because he started losing. Uh, he was not on this last Fantastic Beast. You know, he that that was his movies, his movie franchise. Yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean. They were supposed to be putting out another one of those, and I think they halted that. Anyway, he's it's it ruined his reputation and his his life, his livelihood. You know, so he filed a defamation lawsuit. That's what they are involved in right now with defamation. Mm. You have to. She has to, uh, with defamation, you have to prove the truth of there being an abuse, abuse relationship. And now this is the one where he said she was abusing him, correct? Right. And there, there is evidence that, um, like there's some text messages that came out. There are, uh, Amber was also a part of, I think she was brought up on domestic violence charges for, I think they were dropped later, but for abusing her previous girlfriend or wife or however that was, but she mm. was a woman before him. Yes. And, um, the plot thickens. Yeah. So, 
um, let me say, because you know how I am about yes. pending, pending litigation. When, when things are currently in litigation, I must give my disclaimer right now. <clears throat> okay, I'm not going to edit anything that I just said, but I have to give this disclaimer. I'm not in any way giving legal advice here. This is not a meant to be a legal summation of what is happening in their case. This is me as a podcaster and as a creative who just tried to summarize basically from off the top of my head what has been happening with their relationship and their case from a uh, a fan standpoint. I'm a fan of Johnny Depp, and I um, we're talking about this as for entertainment purposes only. This is not to be misconstrued as me giving any sort of legal advice at all. Right. Well, I will say I sure hope that they get to the truth of all this because, unfortunately, there are those, and that's what really sucks, like, you don't really know who is telling the truth with all the Me Too movement and who isn't. And there were a few that probably weren't and were using this to manipulate and move power against people. But there were definitely a lot that were abused and, and a lot of abuse came to light that was vital to come to light. So hopefully we get to the bottom of all this and we know what is the what. And more than likely, I mean, Hollywood is kind of wacko, man. I, I can't even think of one celebrity that's normal in Hollywood. <laughs> like, uh-huh. like, oh well, God. I mean, like we always say, what is normal? I mean, what's normal? Really? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but, um, you're right about that. Well, oh, I was going to tell you this. I found this thing. I, I don't want to make you forget anything, but remind me to talk about the Howard Stern show I found today on YouTube. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh. Regarding... Uh, Johnny Depp, I will say that uh, he and Marilyn Manson are great friends. You knew that, right? Mm, no, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, Marilyn Manson and Johnny Depp are best friends. I believe they called each other best friends. Uh, Johnny Depp has been a musician first, and he kind of got into acting through Nicolas Cage. And, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, but he has he has performed live with Marilyn Manson a few times. And yeah. so there's there's the deal with, um, uh, you know, believe women. You know, so there's that hashtag, that whole movement. When, when a woman says that she's been assaulted and so we're to believe her and not have to make her jump through all these hoops to prove this stuff. And on the other hand, there is the, the other school of thought, whereas when, if, if, the man if the man has has been accused of something and he does not feel that he is being held in the proper light then he needs to fight back legally and how come these men have not been fighting back legally if there is no truth to the allegations right so right. in this case johnny has fought that legally they are right. is, they are spending millions of dollars in this oh, case yeah. so that he can get his name back so that he will not be um, i mean yeah but look at i mean like kevin spacey he's done for he's a done like put a pin in that motherfucker he ain't never coming back you think so i don't think so i mean they they've they've proved some shit though didn't they yeah let me look up because i um i i was like i thought maybe that would happen but i wanted to see you know, I mean, and what's sad is he was always one of my most favorite actors. Okay, but look, what I'm <laughs> and this is what I'm saying though. According to the according to his 
According to his IMDb page, he has three upcoming projects. Well, he may if he's paying for it himself. I kind of wonder if that's what Will's going to do, too, because a lot of people are staying away from him. Though what Will did, to me, it's, I don't know, it's so Hollywood. Like, I don't see, I don't see why they would ban him from doing stuff besides attending the stupid awards, whatever. Who cares? I don't care about those dumb awards. But, I mean, from him doing other movies and stuff, I don't see why people wouldn't want to. Will, I think, will always have a fan base. I, I... I believe so. I believe so, yes. And so uh, many people are saying stuff right now about him and Jada. I don't know what to believe anymore in that situation. <laughs> that whole show with her and him talking about openly about their relationship and how she said she never wanted to marry him and all that stuff. I'm like, what is happening? I didn't know where that came from. That was like out of the left. I was like, what? It's crazy. <laughs> well... I, I think I've probably said all I need to say about Will and Jada. Oh, no, you have. Yeah, I'm I'm here for them. I'm here yeah. for them. And and uh, I, I I think you made a good point about Kevin Spacey, though, you know, if he's paying for it himself. I don't know. I, I don't know the details of these upcoming projects. I think once you're in the circle, if once you're in the Hollywood circle, you can still be in it you know what i mean and, um yeah i guess i mean like, like Nick, Nick Nolte, when he went with wackos at, at one of the shows i think it was the oscars and then they kind of banned him and then he came back later i mean he he definitely looked like he got ran over by a few trucks but <laughs> he still came back yeah and i mean even monique monique was supposedly quote-unquote blackballed in the industry for a while and now you know she's coming back like okay oh, I didn't they, know that about her yeah they might be you know down and out for a minute but they'll be back uh just like once you're rich you know you make your money back you'll 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 make money again yeah oh girl we live in a strange strange world <laughs> <laughs> oh but let me tell you because i want to talk about these things we won't have a chance to talk about the whole topic that I want to go to on it but I want to tell you some of the books that I've been reading and maybe sometime between now and and the next time we're able to talk about the subject you will know about these books okay let me let me pull them up they are the audio books you can read for free if you get like the audible free trial and um, portions of these books are also on um, YouTube. The audio versions are on YouTube. <laughs> but uh, this is part of some more of the research and learning and unlearning I'm doing. I'm going through a very deep unlearning phase. I'm reprogramming myself, unlearning some of the things that I've been, that I have learned uh, along the way and unlearning. Okay, so it's just a few, Chantel, but if you have a chance, check these out, okay? And listeners, men, you are not going to like these more than likely, and I don't yeah. care. <laughs> and I do not care. <laughs> uh, the Audacity to be Queen, The Unapologetic Art of Dreaming Big and Manifesting Your Most Fabulous Life by Gina DeVee. That's 
Jaina, D-E-V-E-E. Okay. All right. The Unicorn Delusion, How to Kill Your Inner Basic Bitch. <laughs> I like that one already. <laughs> I be- this is a G.L. Lambert book, and I have I want you to read every single one of his books. Every single one of G.L. Lambert's books. They are, the audio version is read by Patrick Stevens. So, I mean, all of these are in print also, but I'm, I'm just saying that, like, I've started listening to them in audio book while I'm on my hour-long walks with my dog, stuff like that. I'm out in nature, and I'm listening to these, and it's the sort of education that you we should we should have gotten when we were in middle school and high school. I've been trying to put my daughter on. Nice. Date like a Spartan, reload it, update it, and expand it. Men don't love women like you. Okay. <laughs> There's a book one and a book two. Date like a Spartan. This is a G.L. Lambert book. And you may you want to either start with this or end with this. I don't know. I started with this one, but it's called Whole Tactics. How, how to mind fuck a man into spending, spoiling, and sponsoring. Okay. This is G.L. Lambert. Ladies, if you know, you know. You will thank me for these type of books. Mm-hmm. If you're not ready for this, just go on about your business. You're not ready. You may think back on this later on. Okay? You may think back on this discussion and me li- li- uh, putting these books out here for you later. And if you do, it's it's good. Come back when you're ready. You may not you be go. here right now. But if you are here right now, and you know what I'm talking about, because you heard you heard the titles, you know what I'm talking about. If you're there, then this is where you need to start. You need to start listening. You need to start reading, and we can go into this a little bit further on another episode. Okay, there you go, ladies and gentlemen, mostly ladies, and maybe some gentlemen. I mean, there's probably no reason, you know, a, a you know same sex couple couldn't uh, use, utilize some of these things. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. Let, let me say um, this is for people who are wanting to to step more into their divine feminine, I, sh- I should say. Okay. <clears throat> I don't mean to be uh, binary. Okay. If you are a man or trans or anybody wanting to be more in your feminine energy then these are a good place for you to read a good start. There you go. If you are full of toxic masculinity, you are going to not enjoy this. (laughs) Right. Yeah. There's that. (laughs) Okay. Well, I'm going to have to check some of those out. Sounds interesting. Well, yeah, I think you'll enjoy it. If, If you can, and it's okay. If if you don't, well, I don't mind listening and hearing what what's what's got to be said about things. Yeah, you know, I I a hundred percent. You know, I told you I have one of those mountains crumbling uh, realizations uh, myself not too long ago, a few weeks ago. 
mm-hmm. and I can 100% appreciate the game and also not necessarily have to play it you know what i mean yeah like it's it's all those it's all those things and it's nothing at the same time for me so i i have zero worries of about any of it that's what i always laugh about because even even my uh, co-owner for my salon she would get so many people would talk a bunch of smack about me at the salon to her and then go oh i'm sorry we're talking about your best friend then we shouldn't do that and she'd say she doesn't give a fuck <laughs> and she was right i'd be like yeah who cares because, you know it's one of those things you don't you don't tend to give any fucks about about things if if you don't feel like you know you don't have anything invested in it does that make sense yeah yeah and there's so many games we play on this planet between one another when i say that i don't mean like oh it's your turn i mean like okay i'm playing the game of doubtful wife and and uh you know i'm i'm just saying this off the top of my head because i'm definitely not that way with my husband or i'm you know playing the game of good and and perfect employee you know in all actuality you may not really that's what we're trying to get you to do we're trying to get you to break out of that those molds that you've put yourself into and and like we said the pandemic has made a lot of people realize that the oh, I don't have to be this anymore. And these books sound like they not only help you break out of these these roles, but also give you some new uh, armor to wear. Yes. That's what it sounds like to me. Yes, yes. That's a very, very good way of putting it. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Sex and Horror. Make sure you subscribe and join our Facebook group. If you'd like to be a guest, let us know. If you have a topic to suggest, a movie, TV show, book, song to be featured, let us know. You can follow me at ChantelRenee.com. And I'm at Dicey Grinner all over social media. You can find me on my website, DiceyGrinnerBooks.com. See See you you next week week for Sex and Horror. Horror.